Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 90 of Your Podcast. My name's Orbital Albert, and I'll be your host for today's episode where we talk about the top 10 mini play fields in pinball. All right, guys, well, thanks so much for joining me today. And if you're one of the new listeners that has heard about my tiny little brand new podcast through Steve Bowden's Fun with Bonus, then thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, what I kind of did with this podcast, a little different than some other podcasts, is I sort of tape each segment and post each segment as a podcast. Certainly each segment being some of them as low as four minutes, you know, the average probably being nine to 12 minutes. They're not really an extra episode. I mean, when most of the podcasts are doing two, even the last head-to-head pinball podcast was three hours. I obviously know that like a four minute show is not a podcast. However, I do a lot of content talking about uh, Call the Office here in London and the Monday Night Pinball Crew and uh, the London Ontario Pinball uh, League. So I'm doing so much local content that I want to be able to keep doing local content that people listening locally could listen to separately and a show more like today where it's a top 10 uh, where anyone listening from anywhere could enjoy. And that's sort of why I've done that. Also, let's be honest, it's really hard to get through a two to three hour podcast all at once. And uh, sometimes maybe you don't want a podcast quite so serious. And hey, that's what I'm here for, guys. Because you know I'm never going to be serious. That's just not going to happen. I like to nerd out a little, but have fun the most. So let's get right into it. So number 10 is Black Hole. So Black Hole was one of the first, if not the first machine to have a lower play field. Um, and it's got a really cool lower play field right under the center of the main play field. And the flippers are inverted, so therefore the, sorry, the, the, play, t- the play field is inverted. So therefore the, pl- the flippers are on the opposite sides. Um, I know there's a drop down wall. I only got to play this on Pinball Arcade, I believe, unless it was at one or two of the Pinball Expos I went to. I don't I don't remember playing it, I think I would because I love extra pinball levels and mini playfields so much, um, but it, it might have been there. I could have been exhausted after doing a long competition and maybe played it and not gave, given it the recognition, but I do remember playing it um, on Pinball Arcade and it was awesome there and someday I will get to play it. So number nine, this game I have played, it's Bonsai Run. And I know a couple of you are thinking that's not a mini play field. It's a pretty darn big play field, that top play field. Um, if you're watching Bo and Karen's tutorial on it, he calls it a top play field, not an upper play field. And of course, because Bonsai Run is a wide body, this mini play field, which is the same width, um, that isn't taking up any of the main playfield space because it's up where the back glass would normally be is pretty frickin' big. In fact, it doesn't just have two flippers or one, but it's got three. So it's actually got two little, it, you could almost argue it's got a mini playfield in a mini playfield because after you beat the A, B, and the C in the bottom, you can shoot it up to another whole area that you can play in for a while. So um, I know some people wouldn't include this as being a mini playfield, but hey, it's my show and I did. So it's a great game and uh, you guys should take a look at it because it's pretty It's pretty unique. Not too many of these games uh, like that were ever made. So number eight is World Poker Tour. So World Poker Tour, you actually, uh, from your starting plunge, you get it in there. So it's going in there quite a bit and you have to constantly be going up there to do different things throughout the game. So 
Um, I actually found that game of all the games I've played, I actually stay in that upper playfield for quite a long time. Um, it's really easy at first to start your uh, multi-ball up there. Um, so yeah, it, it's cool and you can actually kind of keep it going. Sometimes you've kind of got your, you know, you're flipping on the main level and then like when you started the multi-ball, you're flipping on the main level but your eyes are constantly like really just checking up quickly on the upper playfield. You're less concerned with what's going on in the upper playfield, of course, because if a ball drops down there, it's not like gone for good. Like you haven't actually lost the ball, right? So anyways, that one's really neat. Number seven is Black Knight. So I believe Black Knight was the very first, uh, at least according to the one website I read, it's the very first pinball machine to only have uh, like more than one level. So that's pretty awesome. Over and above that, this is another one like Black Hole that I've only played, I believe, on Pinball Arcade and not in real life, but I know that I love Black Knight and I played it a lot and I respect it tons. It's got two, two banks of drop-down targets. It's got a lock shot and that little mini, uh, that little mini loop or, or, orbit on the right. So for being the very first uh, machine to ever have like an extra play field, yeah, right on, man. You guys did a great job. All right, number six is Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. Okay, sorry guys. Uh, the Game of Thrones, it's got uh, it's got three different stand-up targets, and then it's got two shots in between them, and then of course that uh, the orbit shot there. And once you complete everything on that, you get Castle Multiball. So that's now we're starting to get playfields where there's actually things where you can start like a brand new multiball from doing it. Um, and I shouldn't say now that, because of course with Black Knight, there was a lock, lock shot up there, but with Black Knight, it just felt different than Pinball because it's just, I don't know, it, there's still the two flippers, but like, it's not really centered. This actually, the, the Game of Thrones one, if it makes sense, it feels like the geometry of, a, of a, just a miniature pinball machine, if that makes sense. Um, and of course, previous to that, there was at least one that was similar to that that I will mention briefly. So number five is the Pirates of the Caribbean. Whatever happened? Whatever happened to that? What was his name? The guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Doesn't matter. Okay, so anyone who's played Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a ship that goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth while you're playing. And it makes shooting these shots so tremendously hard. Is there some point in the game where it stops? I hope. I'm assuming there is. Because every time, it seemed to me like when I was playing it, I only got two or three games on it, to be honest, uh, at a tournament in Toronto back in November. But it seemed to me that no matter what you did, it, it just, I don't know, maybe I did get to play without it moving, but it was just so hard while it was moving. Um, but it was fun and it was interesting. There's no other mini play field out there that's uh, literally moving left and right and, 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 and getting you to do that. Johnny Depp, that's his name. Johnny friggin' Depp. What happened to that guy? He used to be so cool, like he did at Edward Scissorhands, and um, I don't know, he was he was awesome. He did uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and then what the heck happened to this man? Seriously, I don't know. Anyways, I think that just, yeah, too much fame went to his head, and it's, his head exploded. Um, the worst slash best quote from him recently uh, was that one of his accountants was saying, talking about how he was spending upwards of $40,000 a month on wine. And uh, Johnny Depp said, that's BS, I spend 70,000 or more on wine per month. 
Like the idea that you would just brag about how much you spend and waste, wastefully spend. Come on, why wouldn't you just buy every like cool pinball machine? Why, I wanna see someone have a pinball collection. Yeah, Johnny Depp, because I'm sure you're listening. Actually, don't buy pinball machines. People would probably start selling them. Um, I'm just kidding. I love Pirates of the Caribbean. They're my favorite franchise. I love the machine, and I love the boat, and I love the mini playfield, and I love Jersey Jack, but I don't love the Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm never gonna watch it. I heard the first movie was okay, and every movie after that was crap, but I don't know, because I'm never gonna watch it. Number four, also about a movie, The Shadow. No, I've never seen The Shadow, but the mini playfield in the game, it's basically, um, well, it's phenomenal. If you love pinball, you've probably seen The Shadow, so I probably don't have to explain it to you, but it's it's the upper left uh, upper left part of the playfield, and um, it's a really easy shot to get up there as well, and I love doing it. And what you have to do is you have to basically break down all these drop-down targets, which the drop-down targets actually create the walls of the mini playfield uh, for the left, top, and right wall. And after you've knocked them all down, you've beat it. And you get like a big bonus, and I forget what that's called. But I think you're knocking down all the mirrors, and um, it's really cool. That one's really unique. Still, I've never really seen anything like that again as well, similar to the, the Pirates of the One. So those two really stand out. Um, I've never seen the movie, not gonna see the movie, don't want it to ruin the pinball machine. Let's be honest. Okay, number three is Haunted House. So Haunted House was, I'm very confident, the, the first pinball machine, I'm fairly confident, I should say, because I always get surprised, but I'm fairly confident doing the research I read that Haunted House is the very first three-level pinball machine um, came out like early 80s um, it was also one of the first to have a lower playfield and certainly the first to have a lower playfield and an upper playfield all at once so this has got we're talking uh, what two four six flippers like that's crazy now the basement is inverted the playfield is inverted like black hole so it's very similar to that one there's not tons going on there but I think there's some drop down targets and stuff um, the upper playfield has a lot more going on it, and the playfield itself is not inverted, but the flippers, instead of being high on the outsides and low on the insides, are inverted to be high on the insides and low on the outsides as they go towards the outside of the pinball machine or playfield, if that makes sense. But if not, bring it up on YouTube or Google. You'll see, you'll get it, you'll understand very quickly. So, um, but that's such a cool game. That game, if I can just go on a side rant for about 10 seconds, that game helped me fall in love with pinball. That game was actually up at a trailer park that my parents had in the giant city of Bayfield. Uh, a couple thousand people there on uh, Lake Huron and uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere between Godrich and uh, Grand Bend. And it was in a trailer park called Paul Bunyan Trailer Park. And uh, right where they had the pool table and the games room, they had a haunted house. And I would go every single day. I would basically be begging for quarters to get to go play every single day. Like I would offer to babysit my sisters and I would offer to like, um, you know, sweep up the the whole deck, the, tra the trailer, just to get some quarters. I love that game. That game, if not helped me fall back in love with pinball after having my own home game, 
but it really got me into playing like and I thought geez what can pinball happen from here where will pinball go if it's already got three levels all these different flippers so much stuff going on where can pinball go for here from here and I'll tell you where it went it went to number two number two is Family Guy so the mini Stewie pinball game that you have there on the right hand side um, and I found this out today I didn't know this but Family Guy is also the same as Shrek so when Stern released Family Guy, basically they released Shrek in around the same time. And Shrek is just a reprint or a re... Like the playfolds are identical. I looked at it. I, maybe there's one or two things I missed, but they look very, very, very similar. Um, obviously there's different callouts and there's different art, but basically Shrek and uh, Family Guy are the same. So I don't know if they call it Donkey. Donkey! Donkey Miniball! Don't get, get over here and pull back the plunger. Okay, I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, but it, it's really cool. So anyone who's actually got to play that one, that one is a little bit different than most of the other ones because a little miniature ball shoots out and then it's the most miniature flippers you've ever seen. There's a little mini ramp, there's some mini orbits, there's all this stuff to do. Um, it, it's really got it going on. And if you've listened to any of my last podcast, you know I'm a shots guy. The more shots, the better. Like, I'm in love with four flipper games. Well, guess what? Every single one of these Playfield ones has a minimum of three flippers, if not four, all the way up to six flippers. And what more flippers means is more shots. Unless you're ACDC. And my mini beef of the show will be ACDC's mini little afterthought of a friggin' Playfield. Come on. That mini playfield is so boring, and I love orbits. I mean, I called myself Orbital Albert for God's sake. Of course, I love orbits, but that mini playfield is lame-o. Okay. Anyway, sorry for the mini beef. Coming back to number one, and I've never played it, and I'll still stand by it being the best one on the planet ever by far. Fight me! Come on! Come on! Come on, Facebook, and argue with me. Tell me why I'm wrong. You probably haven't even played it yet, though, yourself either, so you don't even know if I'm wrong yet. I'm calling it before I played it, and I don't care. Here we go. Number one, The Monsters. So, The Monsters, uh, the premium as well as the LE, um, have this uh, Grandpa's Laboratory, Grandpa's Garage, Grandpa's Basement. What is it called? Why do I never remember? Anyways, it's it's got this mini playfield on the lower level. And this mini playfield's got not one, but two ramps, including little miniature wire forms, which are just so cute in there. Instead of the little like plasticky kind of kitty type of ones that are in the Stewie and Donkey Multiball. I don't even know if it's Donkey Multiball, by the way. I just made that up. I hope it is so. Um, but this, the Munsters mini playfield is so cool. It does have a multiball similar to the Family Guy one. And I will throw up a correction when I was doing the top five friggin' awesome features of the Munsters pinball, which if you haven't listened to that, you should go back and listen. It's, it's doing pretty well. It's probably my second biggest podcast I've done in the last month or so. So go check that one out if you haven't. But um, if you have, you'll know that I had said that this is the first pinball machine where you get to play um, pinball on both and while doing research for this one I found out that I was wrong you can get into a mode and do that on uh, Family Guy and I guess Shrek with uh, the Stewie mini multiball so that being said I would think it's really 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 hard to watch the top right hand corner while watching down here I found it really hard to do on World Poker Tour 
I think it's gonna be much easier and, and more skillful and less luck-based to be able to play multi-ball with you know, the four sets of flippers so close that you can see at one time because the other two mini flippers are only like six inches above the full-size flippers because the basement's right in front there. So this is gonna be a new experience with having two sets of flippers. And just imagine trying to learn how to cradle up. Maybe you're cradling on the lower play field uh, with one of the little mini cute little three-fourth inch balls. You're cradling up on the left-hand side while you're cradling up on the main play field on the right-hand side while you're trying to play pinball with either your index or your middle fingers, I guess, as we'll have to learn how to do. I just kind of like slap the thing sometimes, so I'm hitting with all fingers once in a while, but I think usually I do play with my index. So now we're gonna have to try to learn to play, like it's just gonna change things in your brain. Now mind you, it's pretty hard to get to that mode. You you, you have to have beaten Lily and, and Grandpa and Herman and all the other modes um, before you get to that, uh, the madness, the, the monster madness or whatever, where you're playing on both play fields, but um, wow, it's also got a bash toy. It's got an up kicker. And, 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 oh, geez, someone messaged me and told me which podcast this was. One of the other podcasters said, and I meant to write it down, um, but I was driving in the car and, you know, I'd like to try to be safe. Don't want to just like, you know, I don't text and drive anymore. I've been trying to get better at that. Guys, I've been trying to cut back on even playing Pokemon Go while driving, okay? So obviously I'm not going to be writing down podcast stuff while driving but I should have just pulled over and written it down. One of the other podcasters said something, and I think it might've been on the Special When Lit podcast, um, but they said that it would be so neat, they would just buy the Munsters mini table for themselves to have on their desk. And I am totally in that boat. If for some reason, Stern, you decide to release those mini tables, I will be first in line. Like you could probably charge like I don't know. I don't want to say, but like you could probably charge like 800 bucks, like American, 800 bucks American. That's like friggin' millions of dollars Canadian. Like it's, you know, I think really it could happen. And besides that, there is a light show. Like there is a light show happening underground in that basement with grandpa. Like what is grandpa smoking, man? No, I'm just kidding. It's cool. It's cool down there. I, it, it is a... It looks really neat. I just can't wait to get my hands on one and try playing it. And speaking of, it looks like I will get the chance to do just that. And I'm going to be podcasting about where and when you can play the Munsters launch party with me on an episode coming up. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening. And remember to eat, sleep, breathe, pinball. <laughs>